Who's the new vice chair of the National Congress on School Transportation? We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, in this episode of The Route, our School Bus Fleet content series, I'm going to share some recent headline news from schoolbusfleet.com. I'm Wes Platt, executive editor. Before we get to it, please click like on this and all our other videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Look for all those links in the details of this video. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is Hannibal Public School District number 60 in northeastern Missouri, which is on track to build out an all-propane fleet. The district is currently in the process of acquiring nine new propane-fueled school buses to replace older diesel buses using funds from incentive programs such as the EPA's Clean School Bus Program and the Missouri Propane Education and Research Council, or MOPERC. Electric buses were among the most popular acquired during the first round of EPA school bus funding, um, but Hannibal felt the perk bus cost was too high. The district opted instead for propane, which wouldn't require higher upfront costs or extensive infrastructure renovation. According to Mo Perk, more than 300 propane buses currently operate in Missouri, with more than 20,000 in use across the country. Our next stop is Hagatna, Guam, where the government recently got word it would receive $9.9 million in federal EPA funding to purchase electric school buses and the infrastructure needed to operate them through the Clean School Bus Program. The island met at least one of the EPA's prioritization criteria for low-income, high-need, rural, or tribal schools. Funds will pay for electric buses and the charging infrastructure. The Guam Power Authority will be responsible for, for providing electricity to power the school buses. Lou Leon Guerrero, Guam's governor, praised the Biden-Harris administration and EPA Administrator Michael Regan for their leadership. Uh, thousands of our island's school children will benefit from the cleaner fleet this award will provide granting us a tremendous opportunity to fortify our capacity for climate change resiliency through improved air quality and reduced air emissions, Guerrero said. All right, next stop, Frankfort, Kentucky, where Elisa Hanley, the state's school transportation director, was named vice chair of the steering committee for the National Congress on School Transportation uh, when they're set to meet in 2025. The NCST, which has met since 1939, sets standards for school bus safety and efficiency. The latest meeting, which was supposed to be in 2021, got postponed until 2025 due to COVID-19. Said Hanley, the document that is produced not only provides us with a baseline for specifications, but it also provides procedural guidelines. When the NTSB sends recommendations, such as how to properly secure a seatbelt on a student, it was incorporated into the document. Kentucky has used the document for out-of-service criteria when writing our inspector manual. What the NCST does has an impact on the industry and the lives of the students for years and decades to come. The NCST is expected to gather in person at the Holiday Inn Airport in Des Moines, Iowa on May 3rd to 7th, 2025. All right, now let's go to Schenectady, New York, where TransFinder reported nearly $29 million in revenue for the year 2022. 
TransFinder provides school transportation management and logistics solutions to about 2,300 school districts throughout North America. The company reported that its growth came not just from new clients, but also existing clients shifting from the old RouteFinder uh, Pro to the newer browser-based RouteFinder Plus, which came out in 2020. TransFinder has also found success with a new app for parents called StopFinder. That banner year came as the company celebrated a 25th straight year of growth. Said Anthony Civitella, TransFinder's president and CEO, every single team within TransFinder contributed to this record revenue. With districts facing tighter budgets, driver shortages, and other challenges, we have become a more crucial partner uh, to, to more schools than ever before. We take this responsibility seriously, and it shows in every aspect of our company. Moving on, do you know an amazing school transportation director who deserves recognition for their efforts? I am sure you do. And if you do, I want you to tell me all about them. Please send in your nominations for Administrator of the Year. Time is running out. Um, the deadline is February 7th. The nomination form is linked from the details of this video. So seriously, if you've got somebody that has been putting in a bang-up job uh, through good and bad, uh, through storms and pandemics and everything else, please uh, share their stories and uh, we will consider them uh, and we will be writing about them in an upcoming edition of School Bus Fleet. All right, it's time to park the bus for now. Thank you for watching. And here's a shout out to Twitter follower Mark Nestlin. Tell your friends about the route. If you've got news, please send it to, uh, to west.plat at bobbit.com. You can tweet us at School Bus Fleet. If you would, please sign up for our twice weekly e-newsletter. Drive safely and see you next time on the route.